second episode of this hum chat podcast this is christine and i am currently dialing in uh from paris and we are operating on three we 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 are dialing in from three different time zones today christina's in new york megan's in seattle uh but we're gonna make it work today we're gonna still um go along with the same samcha theme and structure and so i'm going to kick it over to myself to share what we're eating and drinking today. <laughs> I'll go first. So today I am drinking an espresso shot with a little spiked goodness of rum. And then I have a little matcha tea cake that I ordered for dinner yesterday. Um, I'm holding it with my hand. There's a little crumb and I'm going to be picking on this and sipping on that during the podcast. What are you drinking and eating, Megan? I am. I have like a whole array of stuff here. So I have my coffee because it is 1020 in the morning <laughs> here in Seattle. And then I also have some vodka, like literally just some vodka. Oh, shout out to Super Gay. Have you guys tried no, Super Gay before? The label's super cute. It's this like really <laughs> small batch. I think they're in New York. Yonkers, New York. Anyway. <laughs> Shout out Super, Super Gay. Super Gay from Yonkers. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm also having some sort of like coffee cake situation that Sean got this morning. Can we also just applaud Megan for the commitment for taking some vodka at this time? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a problem or like should we commend it? I don't know, but I we'll figure we it out. Uh, I've got like a bit of an old fashioned, I guess. I didn't put any orange peel uh, but yeah, got some whiskey bitters. Um, and then snack wise, um, I need to open the package, but I have these chocolates that have tequila in them. So this is a wild afternoon here uh, in New York City. Uh, but my friend, she is my friend from grad school and she lives in Mexico, but she is in town uh, for work and she brought me this little gift. Um, so some tequila filled tequila filled chocolate. Tequila, tequila fueled, tequila fueled yes. Um, just as a reminder, our structure of our podcast, so our podcast is called Samcha, which means round three in Korean, and our conversation will have three rounds. We're going to get deeper with each round, and we're going to be drinking throughout, so it's just a good time. And our topic today is, am I becoming my mom? So let's kick it off with round one. Yo cha. Cheers, everyone. Oh. Start off. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> I was drinking before we cheers. And let's start off just by describing our moms, uh, since we are talking about them this episode. I think we're definitely going to cry in this episode if we're going to talk about our moms. <laughs> I know. Anyway, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready. Megan, I don't think I've ever met your mom before, but I know Christina has. You know who she reminds me of is um, Gemma Chan. <laughs> what? Wait, who's Gemma, Gemma Chan? Chan Crazy from Rich Asians. Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, and oh my god. Don't worry, darling. Yes. Yeah, cuz she's just this like wow. she's this like tall, ethereal woman. Megan's very tall and her parents are both very tall. Your mom's taller than you, right? No, she's she's five she's five seven, which I think in her generation is like tall. in my head in my Dead head honest. she's like yeah. six feet tall. She's 
<laughs> because she's a Korean like woman, being five seven five eight is basically being six feet tall, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Um, but exactly. no, she's always so sweet. Anytime I meet her, which is always very brief, just like when I'm stopping by Megan's house or something. Um, but yeah, so sweet. And then you know, Megan's family has a dog, um, and she's just like so good too, little Milo. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, only the best for Milo. All the organic food and snacks. Um, yeah, I mean, she she is like very, like she can eat anything and like never gain weight. Damn. And it's just like you know, she's like so. Yeah, you're right. She's like really sweet, but like she has this like etherealness. I guess that's a really good that's a really good uh, term to use. Um, Wait, what about Christina's mom? Christina's mom is like, like anytime we go over, she's like, she has the fruit ready. 100%. Right? Like the fruit, like every fruit in the house is coming out and like it's ready (laughs) to go. Christina's mom is like a very cheery person. And in the times Mm. that I've ever met her, I've seen Christina's mom like plenty of times because we lived together in college. So Christina's mom would drive up and she would always bring a bag of frozen lumpia uh, that she like labored over. And we would, I mean, like Christina's mom is um, always just like, here's this, here's that I thought of you, or I prepared this for you. So she's always like thinking of us, um, or that's what I always recall from, of your mom. And she's always like very cheery when she greets you. She's like, hi. And she like leans in for a hug and, um, she's always like starting conversations and uh, what I really love about Christina's mom is like she's down to hang like when we when she came and visited New York she's like, let's get dinner together and we like all hung out and um, that that's what I how I would describe your mom is like a very cheery cheery person just like you Christina <laughs> oh and I do I also remember like she's She's like her Konglish game so is so strong, so strong. Like, cause I, cause I think she's like, but cause, but I think it's it comes from like the same feeling, Christine, that you were saying of like she's kind of like down with like the crowd, and clearly like we're Korean, but we're also like we speak English, and like so does she. So like she's trying to like you know add in yeah. both, but it's it's really it's really sweet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my mom is yeah. definitely. I learned a lot about hosting and like taking care of guests from my mom because we lived Mm -hmm. with my grandpa when I was, you know, from when I was young. And so we always had all the family Mm. gatherings. So that all checks out like the fruit and like the preparing the lumpia and all of that. (laughs) (laughs) And like tradition and bringing people together. Your mom's Mm -hmm. really good at like consistently doing it every single year and like celebrating and all that so yeah yeah that's what I remember of your mom I think um when I think of Christine's mom um she's like just so fun (laughs) and funny (laughs) like she is like (laughs) yeah so so just herself (laughs) um actually the last time I saw Christine's mom I was actually at the Camarillo outlet um in SoCal (laughs) Um, I was visiting home um, and my mom and I went to the outlet and then we ran into Christine's sister and Christine's youngest nephew um, and they were sitting outside on like a little table outside the Crocs store and Christine's mom was just in there trying on some platform Crocs because she was just like so hip, <laughs> like so cool. 
cute. Um, <laughs> so that's like my most recent memory of Christine's mom. Um, but yeah, she's always just like so welcoming. Also, like we'll go hang out um, just whether it's it was in high school or college or even now, and she just welcomes everyone into the home, like whether it's a friend, whether it's a friend of a friend or a significant other. Um, like Christine's home is like the hub for everybody. And her mom, you know, <laughs> is the is the queen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and what I remember about Christine's mom too is like she's like she's so funny without trying oh, yeah but then she's also like so like she could be like so shy yeah like, remember when we were like you know when we're like sharing about christine or like talking about christine and like i don't know she just has this like really like endearing like shyness that like i mean we all have yeah. but then she can also be so funny like she's just like so funny without trying i yeah. feel that's oh that's, god there's so many good little stories you two describe my mom very well I'm, I'm always like laughing around my mom because she's just so wacky she's like a wackadoodle mm -hmm. <laughs> and but she can also <laughs> is that where you get your wacky <laughs> yeah, that's where i get my wackiness from uh for sure and my sense of humor she's just a very silly person and she's just down for everything and um she acts shy mm -hmm. And she acts like she doesn't know, but she knows everything. And she's just like, very like, she's like, I am Madame, but in the background, she's like pounding tequila shots with our siblings. So it's like, that's my mom. Yeah. Yeah. We love Kathy. We love Kathy. Yeah. Shout, shout out to Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, should we head into Icha or round two then? Since we've kind of got a base foundation, we introduced our moms. Shall we head yeah. into the next round? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Cheers. Do we we cheers got to cheers to each, each round, round and drink more. Yeah. <laughs> mm, you guys, this is actually so good. This is my first time just sipping on it. Because I used it in like a sauce the other day, but it's so good to just sip on. Like you get, I'm getting like apricot, mm. which like, am I crazy? Is like too early in the morning, but it's really good. I think that it would be helpful to like have people who are listening in try to visualize what our moms look like. I think that like for Megan's mom, we know that Megan's mom is mm. Korean Ajuma, but in Gemma Chan form, right? Um, Christina's <laughs> mom is looks exactly like Christina, but it like with thirty years. And uh, <laughs> Christina's mom has like the perfect, like the the most perfect skin. Um, she it's like very like very what is it? It's just like she you know she takes good care of her skin. Um, and she's she's petite i don't know like am i describing your mom correctly right yeah yeah she's, and then she's a little shorter yeah. than me and i'm five four so and then, you also look exactly like your mom christine yeah yeah the smile the smile. my mom okay fine my mom looks like me but 30 years on <laughs> <laughs> she's very fabulous okay fine she looks like me <laughs> she looks like me cool yeah um, she's very fat yeah she's super fabulous she, she's always smiling with her platform crocs <laughs> i wonder if she got them <laughs> yeah did she get them i don't know um well the one that the pair that she was trying on she said were not her size but i think she was trying to squeeze into them but i don't know <laughs> what the final <laughs> i don't know what the final result was 
I'll go ask her and, and I'll Wait, share why is that like the perfect story? <laughs> um, yeah. But oh, I was, what was I going to say? I forgot. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, my mom, my mom has like poofy hair. Um, it's always like clipped <laughs> and she looks like me and just imagine. Yeah. We will probably have some photos of our moms, I think, on our Instagram. Yeah. So yeah, after yeah. this episode, go check out our Instagram and see if it matches up uh, to your <laughs> image of our yeah, moms. Yeah. <laughs> I got to find a really like tall photo. Of yeah. <laughs> Let's talk a bit about our relationships with our mom as we're going into round two, getting a little deeper. So how has your relationship with your mom evolved? If you think about growing up versus now, now that we're in our 30s, we're like older than our moms were when they had us, uh, which is crazy, possibly. I don't know, Megan, actually. I don't know when your mom had you. Yeah, yeah. 25. Oh, she had you young. 25. That's yeah. so young. It's crazy. I know. Like I would have had a six-year-old by now oh, yeah my mom had me oh maybe this is interesting my mom had me when she was um like a week before she turned 28 so she was like 27 but basically wow. 28 mm -hmm. damn and then my mom had me when she was 30 so mm. yeah that's it and then that's she a had two more thing. kids after that yeah, yeah and she had one kid before that too um yeah my mom has four kids and uh, that in itself is a big statement being a mom before yeah. okay so we are yeah. so it was a true statement we are all older than our moms were when they when they had us um, insane which is crazy uh but yeah I mean yeah how has your relationship changed uh just from growing up to now I think with me and my mom when I describe my relationship with her we have always had a super my family's very very close-knit and we've had a close relationship uh, but I don't think I was like uncomfortable sharing personal things because I'm an introvert and I don't like to share everything with my mom. That makes me kind of uncomfortable because also my mom is like super Christian. And sometimes I'm like, oh, like teetering in this, this like uncomfortable zone. Uh, so I would just like withhold information from her when I was younger. But I do have like distinct memories of bonding with her through shopping and going to the mall and going to like you know, TJ Maxx and Marshalls while my sister was at piano lesson. And I think that like when I was younger, because I have so many siblings, it was kind of hard to have one-on-one -on -one time with her. But at the same time, she made an effort to uh, do things with me in uh, and spend time in ways that like we enjoyed together. So I would say that that was kind of like the relationship with my mom as a child up until like I went to college. And then now it's like evolved. I feel like we see each other uh, very differently. I um, respect her so much more and I see all the sacrifices that she made um, from the time that she was my age right now, all the way until uh, like her 60s, which she's in right now. And she's just more real. We keep it more casual. I can tell her everything. I can tell her almost everything. <laughs> 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 um, Hopefully she's not listening to this, um, but if you are, don't, I think that it's, it's okay to not tell your mom everything, but I think that 99%, <laughs> yeah, 99%, 99, you keep the 1%, you know? it's A plus, but 
Yeah, I think that like for her, she I always feel like she can she has like a heart line to me and I and I know that like when I'm feeling in like a bad mood for some reason my mom always calls me at those moments and um I think that when I need advice for some like big life decisions, I always call her and ask her about what I should do and sometimes there's disagreements because she comes from a different generation. Um, but at the same time, I want to hear her, her advice and her wisdom, but I would say that now we're like very close and I do share a lot of things with her. The only sad thing is that we live on opposite coast. Um, she lives in California. I live in New York, but we try to make it a point to FaceTime and, um, catch up and anything that I tell my sister, it always goes to my mom anyways, when I tell her not to tell my mom. So even (laughs) if I don't want my mom to know everything, she finds out for uh, through another avenue. But I would say that overall, like my mom and I have had like an evolution of a relationship where we are more personal with each other. And um, I have grown a lot more like respect and um, love. I mean, I've always loved her, but like very, very like profound love for for my mom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I was gonna ask um, Christine, like how mm. having a sister, if that like, how you feel like that impacts your relationship with your mom? Because like Megan's mm-hmm. an only child, and then I have yeah. a brother, mm-hmm. and so yeah. I'm just curious about the like female dynamic. Yeah, yeah, and especially because your sister is an older sister mm-hmm. to you, so then it like how that impacts yeah the relationship. I would say that my sister and my mom understand each other more because they're like moms and they have a lot more to connect on. My sister also lives with my mom and my mom helps take care of her kids. So I think that they have like a very, very close bond in in, in that um, aspect. But I think that what helps is that my sister is kind of like the intermediary between me and my mom because I live a very, very different life. Like I am a working professional. I have a career, I live on the East Coast, like, I am not married, I don't have kids. And uh, I think like culture wise, and uh, like socially, my sister's like right in between me and my mom, and she kind of fills in the gap. And so when there's a diff, like a personal difference, or like a perspective that my mom and I don't have an alignment on my sister kind of is that bridge of like, this is why Christine is the way that she is. And then like, um, my mom is on on the other end, and I think that she helps kind of mediate between the two. But sometimes it can also like my sister can throw herself into like a, di- a different universe where like my mom and I are like, where are you coming from? Like, <laughs> so I think it's it's a good balance. We have very different personalities, um, and I think that it's helped like the bond between me, my sister, my mom, and my sister's daughter, like being the females in our family, like there's something very, very special there um, that that is really awesome. Like when we go on vacations, there's like the girls pictures or the girls are like, where's the girls? And so it's really nice to have that bond between the, um, the four of us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Because like just when I think about um, my relationship with my mom, um, I feel like growing up, I always kind of had my brother's relationship with my mom to compare it to. Um, Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is, 
in general, I would say my brother maybe had a harder time because he was the older child. He had he was the trailblazer. Like he had to mm-hmm. go through everything. And then I kind of just got to like follow suit and like I didn't need to like figure as many things out on my own and like go through the stresses. Mm-hmm. I'm talking more like with academics and with like extracurriculars, like my brother kind of set the path. Um, and so I would, I remember like, my brother, I think, is the type of person who, when he has a strong belief, like he will stand his ground versus for me, I think I'm a little bit more like, maybe I'll like stand my ground a little bit and then I'm like, this isn't worth it. And I just like kind of like fold, you know, um, and I kind of pick and choose when to do that. Um, so, yeah, I think my relationship with my mom growing up um, was quote unquote easier than like my relation than my brother's relationship mm-hmm. with my mom, just because mm-hmm they would kind of, he would stand his ground and like argue back and I would more just like right away be like, okay, okay, I'm sorry, and like move on. Um, I think as we've gotten older, um, I've also just like grown so much like respect and like understanding and patience. Um, When I was growing up, there were so many times I didn't understand like oh, if I wasn't allowed to go out like on a Friday night and a Saturday night or like, you know, things Mm -hmm. like that, kind of typical like immigrant child problems, I suppose. Uh, But as I grow up, I have as as I've grown up, I've like understood that a lot more of where she was coming from. I don't know how I will handle things in the future if and when I have children, um, but I definitely understand her perspective a lot more. And I mentioned earlier, we lived with my grandpa for like 19 years um, from when I was like six years old. And so my mom, she would have been in her early 30s, I guess, maybe to my age when um, my family just like had to move in with my grandfather. So her father-in-law and then like take care of everything and like just imagining that life change happening in like your early 30s and then taking on so much responsibility and sacrifice it's just given me so much respect for her over the years um so today like i feel like our relationship like we it feels like very tender like i think i used to have a lot more like attitude and like just like the typical teenage like oh like why is it this way or that way but now it's like i feel so much like softer and like more tender um towards her and I love my mom. <laughs> Has your mom ever opened Aww. up about like that experience of being in her early 30s and having to make those sacrifices? Or is that just something that like you understand now and it's like something that like you perceive and um, you're like, wow, I understand that that was like really tough. Yeah, um, I don't think we've talked like in very much detail about it. There are like snippets here and there. So my parents have told me when they first, um, I think it's like when they first moved in with my um, grandfather, or it was just more like when they first um, were like married um, and they lived close to my grandparents. um, There was a lot of just like the whole like mother-in-law, daughter-in-law dynamic of like the ex- high expectations. Um, so I think I've heard of like stories around that, but it's more like me just observing. And it's so interesting, just like the things that you notice as you grow older versus when you're a kid. And I think 
for me, when my grandfather passed away, um, that was when I like saw a lot of things of just, oh, like adults, like you just keep have you just always have problems and you'll always like have to struggle with different things. Um, and, you know, being in the environment of like planning a funeral and like doing whatever mm-hmm. with like all the siblings, um, my dad's siblings, um, you just realize um you're never prepared for what life throws at you, no matter how old you are. Um, yeah. So that's something I, I learned. And mm. so that's how I try to have grace too, even like as my parents are in their sixties, mm. um, it's like, they're, we're always doing all these things for the first time. Yeah, Dang. that's dude. I, we could probably definitely do like an entire episode on like, like family dynamics or like family relationships, things like that. Cause it really is true. Like every family has these dynamics that maybe don't initially come out or like it's, yeah, there's just like a lot more there, I think. And there's like so much to kind of unpack. Um, Yeah. That could be like an entire. Definitely. Like Like episode 12. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What about you, Megan? Um, Oh my gosh. My relationship with my mom and its evolution is pretty epic, I would say. Um, Epic, not because there was like, there's such a difference, but I just feel like my mom is like everything you would hope for in like someone, um, I don't know how to phrase it. Like it's, she's like everything you can hope for in evolution. So, you know, like people change all the time, right? Like we, we have certain ideas or we have certain things that we really believe in. And then over time, those things change and you hope that the people around you or like your loved ones also change with you so that they can also understand some of those things. And I feel like my mom really embodies that. Um, and I know that's like not really easy for a lot of people to say, especially, I mean, I, I think because I'm Asian American, like I can say that, but like a lot of Asian American parents can be very strict, um, and can be very rigid. Of course, I'm completely generalizing, but, um, I feel like my mom's kind of the opposite. So as I kind of grew up and out of certain ways of thinking, um, she kind of like followed along with me instead of like pulling me down or like, you know, Mm. back to where, where I was from. Um, so like, I appreciate that to no end with my mom. Um, but I mean, I think there's like a little bit of similarities where like, when I was a, a little bit younger, like high school, beginning of college, like to, to what you said, Christina, about like, you can't go out Friday night and Saturday <laughs> night like that. You can't do that, you know? Um, but now, obviously, like, she's – my mom's, like, so chill, and I can have, like, so many different types of conversations with her, um, things that, like, I feel like maybe would be, like, inappropriate in some <laughs> ways. I think she can take it really well. Um, and she has, like, you know, some really funny insights to share and stuff, too, so – um yeah she's like she's she's awesome it's 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 sort of like 
we've almost become like peers or like we've become like friends more so than um, like a mom daughter relationship. Like, of course, I still respect her as like an elder and um, someone who has more wisdom than I do. But we have like this peer like like friend like relationship um, that I cherish a lot. So it's really nice. I also think it's like your mom had you when she was pretty young. So she has, I think, like, grown up with you too, being your mom, right? Like, I I don't know. That's like what I said, especially. That's that's a good point. Because like you and your parents are like, so close. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think like, when you were Christine, when you were talking about like your sister kind of being like the intermediary between you and your mom, like, I well, first of all, I didn't have that, right? Because I, I didn't don't have a sister. But also like my mom was so young, that like, we almost like, didn't need an intermediary, because like, we were exactly to your point, like growing up yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Um, so crazy, so crazy. I can't imagine like being 25, six years ago, having That's a baby. Like a teenage like, no pregnancy <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now it does. hundred percent. Back then it was nah. more, right? Or more normal than it is now. Yeah. But also we remember when we were like mid twenties, we totally thought we knew what we were doing. <laughs> did you? And like, Cause I did. you know, at, in the moment, well, <laughs> well, cause like in the moment you're like, okay, like I, you know, I, I, I kind of know what this yeah, thing called okay. life is about. Um, but then every year you're like, nope, I had yeah. no idea what I was doing. Um, yeah. So yeah, 25 is so much. young. Because um, Christine, how old yeah. is Isaac, your youngest brother? He is 25. Isn't he like 25, 26? Yeah. Oh, Can you imagine if he God. had a baby? <laughs> no, I'd be like, you are a baby. A baby should not have babies. <laughs> not going to work. Well, because he's like, so I still see him as a baby. That's why. Mm. That's weird. But my sister also had a baby when she was 26. No, no, sorry. Oh, yeah. Is she? Around 27. He's 26. 28, sorry. She got married when she was 26. And then... <laughs> <laughs> it keeps going now. Uh, anyways. Okay, should we do Samcha? All right, let's, yeah, let's do it. Samcha. Round three. Samcha. Round three. Cheers. Woo. Question I have for you to kick off round three is In what ways are you becoming or not becoming your mom? I have one Oof. that. that is just a distinct and probably the most one of the most distinct memories that I have of my mom. So I can go first. Um, My mom thinks that anything is possible. She likes to bend the rules. She (laughs) breastfed my brother while she was driving. Like my mom just thinks that anything is possible. So she's like, go, go get what you want. It is possible. Um, And that's like the mentality that she instilled in me. And there's just this hilarious story where um, (laughs) I'm like laughing thinking about it. But basically, this makes my mom sound like a criminal (laughs) or crazy person. (laughs) No. So like, this is just my mom. She's like immigrant mentality, right? Like she lives a very like comfortable life. But there are some things that just like, 
she does that I cannot explain, but she will just do it. Um, and so one time we went to the store and we bought a ski jacket and ski jacket. Like we went for like a family ski trip. (laughs) And so she bought herself a pretty expensive ski jacket. And, um, she's like, she, she wore it on the trip and she didn't really like it. So she's like, I kept the tags. I'm going to return it. And it was like basically new. She wore it one time. And so (laughs) we went back to the store and, um, I went with her to return it. And she's like, can I return this jacket? And then uh, the sales, the the cashier was like looking at her, looking at the manager. They took the jacket to the back and were like, what's taking so long? And my mom like knew very confidently that she could return it because the tag still attached. It looks new. And they came, the manager came back and was like, ma'am, you have the lift ticket attached to the jacket. <laughs> Oh my god. So we took I'm the jacket dead. and I walked out and I died. I was like, okay, mom. <laughs> That's Kathy for you. So this is like one thing that I remember about my, my mom where she's like, she can, like, rules can be bent in certain ways, but she does something really hilarious where it just like makes us laugh. Uh, and that is like one, one example, one prime example of my mom. Um, being like a go-getter. It's like anything is possible. Let's just make things work uh, in my favor. And she tries to like go into these little crevices to to find her own path and make that possibility happen. Um, so I do see myself in like characteristics of like when I go to, when I travel or when I am operating at work or in friendships or um, when I'm out and about in the world, I'm always... I think that like some people hold rules very steadfast. Uh, they they hold steadfast to their rules, and they think that like this is the way the world works. But I think that for me, that mentality that my mom instilled is like there there are ways that you can make it like you can navigate through situations to make the most ideal situation for yourself. Um, and like she does, she's not like rude or she's not like um, entitled in any way about those things, but. Um, she does it with so much like candor and so much charm and uh, in like a very lighthearted, fun way. And I think that like that philosophy that she has has definitely um, been something that I admired and I um, still uh, try to, uh, what is it? I try to emulate my mom uh, in, in that particular way. Wait, you know what's so sweet about that is like, um is that Christine I think like when I met you um which was not that long ago like a few years ago right um until now like that is truly that is truly you where like I think the first thing that I heard of you was um that you just get what you want because you go out and get what you need and then it it becomes Mm -hmm. true Um, but what's really cool is that like, that obviously came from your mom, but then now, like sometimes like I think in that way as well. So like there have definitely been times where I was like, what would Christine do? (laughs) Because I'm thinking, what would my mom do? So it comes from my mom. Yeah. But that's so, that's, that's so cool. Cause like, yeah, you genuinely admit that. Um, and like that I think has an effect on like your friends and the people around you. So 
We need Damn, go we Kat need Kat. what would Kathy do <laughs> bracelets. Merch? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh, Merch. What would Kathy, Kathy do? do? We're that one down. <laughs> Is it Kathy with a K or Kathy with, with a, a C? K. Oh, with a K. Okay. Kathy with a K. <laughs> Christina's like, yeah. <laughs> I love that story. That's exactly something that you would do. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. The apple does not fall far 100%. from the tree. 100%. Yeah, it's definitely something I would do. <laughs> no, it does not. What about you guys? Do you have any, like, funny um, stories or things that, like, embody the essence of your mom that you admire or you're like, I am becoming like this or I'm not becoming like this because of XYZ reasons? I kind of have one that's, like, the kind of the opposite of what you shared, mm-hmm. Christine. Which not to like bag on my mom, <laughs> but like there's this there's this one because like I think that that immigrant sort of met- mentality that you were talking about it kind of it kind of like diverges. So one is like kind of this like um, you know like kind of more of a shameless like I'm gonna do what I need or I'm gonna do what I want type of. Um, road right and then or path and then the other path is like an extremely like the opposite of that where it's like you know you don't want to stand out you don't want to um you don't want to make noise right you want to kind of stay in a certain like path or a lane um and I think in some ways my mom can be that way so kind of the opposite. So she's a little bit more like shy, reserved, um, a little more quiet, especially mm. like in public or when it comes to things like returning things or like telling a waiter that like this is, you know, this something tastes off or something like that. Um, and so like obviously that's something that I grew up seeing. But I think because of it, or like in spite of it, I'm kind of also the opposite. So like I try to be a little bit more clear um, and keyword try, (laughs) Um, right? Keyword try. I try to be a little bit more clear about like things that I like or things that I want or like um, I'm also a Libra. So like, you know, I'm about the scale, like the the writing of scales and justice Mm -hmm. and like when you know things are right they're right and then when things are wrong they're wrong um and so I kind of have like an opposite sort of a thing where I I see that in my mom and I kind of try to um be kind of the opposite Mm -hmm. of that just so that it creates like healthier boundaries and and things like that Hey, future Megan here, chiming in to provide just a little bit more context um, because I do think that this is really important. Um, in this part, I'm talking about kind of breaking the generational cycle of not creating certain boundaries in order to kind of just like give, give, and give. Um, my mom tends to be like extremely sweet and giving and really shy, but sometimes to a fault because she doesn't actually draw like a line between what she wants um, and what she can give versus what she actually needs. Um, and so I want to make sure I break that generational cycle and create really healthy boundaries with everything that I do. Um, anyway, back to the episode. But you know what yeah. I'm curious about is because you were saying like 
in in Icha in round two, you were talking about your mom like coming along with you as you've like evolved and changed. So like, mm. have you seen that like as you've like observed how she is and then maybe done things a little mm-hmm. differently? And then has she like kind of evolved as well? Yeah, yeah. So like, there are like certain um, mindset mindsets or like things that we had once believed, but then don't like that has really evolved and that has come. But I think like some of the like physical manifestations of of these things like haven't. So like, you know, still being really shy or reserved, like that's still definitely something that like my mom hasn't like evolved in that, but that doesn't really, you don't have to evolve in that. But um, it's, like, maybe something that I have. Like, we've kind of diverged Mm. in that way. Um, But, yeah, that's a good point. But I think that's something to, like, mull over and process, too, just to think about. I wonder what she would say that she has learned from you as well, you know? Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. in that aspect. I don't think I have, like, a funny story. I definitely have moments all the time where I'm, like, I'm just like my mom, um, but I can't think of them right now. Uh, but I think one thing that stands out to me, I mentioned that uh, my family, we moved in with my grandpa when I was like six years old because um, my grandma passed away. And this is on my dad's side. So it's my mom's in-law side. Um, and uh, in those 19 years, we lived with my haraboji, which is grandpa in Korean. Uh, my mom actually became like, like best friends with my haraboji like they were like closer than my dad and his dad um and i think i've learned a lot from that and so um my husband um his mom so my mother-in-law um she had an accident last year and she's all fine now but she had to go through surgery um and all of that and so um I mean, I didn't do nearly as much as like my mom did, but like I just kind of like felt like the instinct based on watching my mom of like, okay, I should go over and I should like go and do the dishes and I should like, like prepare some food or like whatever I can with my like limited fruit peeling skills because I'm not as good as my mom with cutting fruit. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, and then I, you know, I could, I sense the like the appreciation and like, it was just interesting because like I would do like what I felt was just like a standard thing or like the smallest thing but like Dane would be very very appreciative of it because I think there are just different it's a spectrum of how close or like how much you like interact with or like give to your in-laws and like vice versa Um, because again family dynamics like is a whole thing Uh, so yeah that's something I'm like very proud to like have witnessed my mom like do it in over those years in terms of sacrificing and like growing that relationship with um my grandpa and uh I definitely am more selfish than her and I don't think I put in as much effort with my (laughs) in-laws but I'm trying (laughs) I try to learn from her Ooh, uh, I'm like you guys like when you guys speak there's so many golden nuggets because I think another like another kind of point of conversation we can talk about is like selfishness Mm -hmm. because like Christina, you just mentioned, you just mentioned selfishness in kind of a negative light, Mm -hmm. but like, I think there's a definitely a certain positiveness to selfishness, especially now, like at our age with like the parameters that we are in, like we don't have children. 
um, we don't have, some of us don't have husbands, you know, like whatever, like there, there are these parameters that we live in and um, <laughs> who, who does <laughs> generation i think that we have more permission to create boundaries or establish boundaries so i think that like with christina like similar themes where uh for herself she's like guarding and protecting herself because i think that like the expectations of our moms in their generations uh some of them didn't ha weren't able to create boundaries to protect and preserve um their selves so um they gave everything and uh I think that like sometimes we don't want to do that now and it's, it should be okay. And then same thing for you, Megan, where you see your mom and, and the way that she like operates in this world in through the lens of her own generation. And you're like, but I want to redefine new boundaries for not only my generation, but the way that I want to see the world in the future for my children as well. Um, that's kind of like similar things that I'm hearing from like both you and Christina, where it's like, mm -hmm. It doesn't always have to be the same way it was, but I still want to take the beauty of like the things that my mom did and and then channel that, but then um, also take a different spin because you are yourself and you're mm -hmm. living 30 years later. Yeah. So what is like the juiciest thing that like you want to learn about your mom <laughs> that you're like, I wish I knew more about this particular thing about my mom. Or like, I'm, I haven't asked her this yet, but I've always been curious. Well, my Ooh. mom and my dad, they met, um, they were introduced to each other. And then um, my dad, like, he, he was living in the States because he moved there when he was eight years old. Um, but there was like mutual like family friends or something that had introduced them. Um, and he flew to Korea to meet her. They like met. Then he like went back. They like wrote letters back and forth. I once so found a mixtape um, that my dad oh made. Oh god! <laughs> um, but yeah, so then it was like six months, I think, or so, like back and forth. And then he like went to Korea so that they could get married. And then she flew, you know, immigrated to America when she was like twenty two or twenty three. Um, um, so yeah, I I think I don't know what the specific question is, but like. That's how they met, and they, like, essentially barely knew each other, but then they've had this, like, 36-year marriage that, like, I actually feel like I've learned a lot from them for my own marriage, and I, I'm not, like, tooting my own horn, but, like, a lot of people do, like, give me compliments of, like, you know, I feel like you and Dane have a healthy relationship, at least, like, from what they, they can see and all of that. Um, yeah. And I feel like I've learned a lot about that um, just from watching my mom and my dad. Um, so I guess I would just want to learn about like what that was like. I know that they had growing pains, like for sure. Like when they were first married, mm -hmm. like just two people from like diff totally different cultures and environments. Um, but you know, they made it work and were like very loving parents to my brother and myself. So yeah, I just want to know like, yeah, what was like the drama and like, what were those like really tough moments, um, you know, that they experienced that they, you know, obviously would have shielded um, their children mm -hmm. from if they were going through that. So yeah. 
that's what I'd be curious about. Your mom's gonna listen to this and be like, "All right, you want to know? You asked. I love that though. I love that like that hmm. you're curious about that um, about your mom, and I think that like that brings more of like a human element to like your mom, so that you can understand like in a very real aspect um, how to relate to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think for me. I would want to know, so like kind of going back to like a few different things, but like my mom has kind of lived her life like for me and for like my dad and for the family. Um, And I know that she's sort of given up a lot of, things that like maybe she would have wanted to do or she would have wanted to pursue um, for the family. And I think a lot of people in that generation, a lot of women in that generation kind of did that. Um, But I would want to know as she's approaching, you know, like the second half of her life um, now um, and now that, you know, my my dad's been taken care of in in some way shape or form like i'm taken care of in some way shape or form like what it looks like for my mom to be fully taken care of Mm -hmm. in the second part of her life um and whether that means like you know is there any like are there any hobbies or like new interests or things that she would really want to deep dive or explore or it are is there something that she like let go early on that she would want to like re revisit or you know relearn redo so i would want to know a little bit about that so that i can do everything in my power to try and give back basically what she had sacrificed for like me and my dad Um, yeah, I think that would be really, that's so sweet. (laughs) That would be really nice. I like how you're like, I want to know this thing so that I can like give to her. Yeah. 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 Christine is like grabbing her face right now. Just like, ah. I think that that would be, that's like such a lovely thing to like wonder about your mom. Um, Mm. that, like, I want you to live, like, a fulfilling life, too, for the years that we have together. Yeah. Um, and it's, like, even though you are, I'm guessing that your mom's in her 60s, right? She's, like, yeah. even though yeah. you're in no. your right. late, late 50s? Late 50s. late 50s? No, she's fi- late 50s. Late 50s. Like, even yes. though you're in your late 50s, like, it's not, like... It's, yeah. there's still so much more that we can do together. What would I want to know about my mom? I think that in what Christina was saying, like at the tail end, where she sensed that like her mom shielded her from a lot of things. Um, my mom did the same mm-hmm. as well. Like I didn't know the truth for a very long time about a lot of things because my mom's like, you're a child. You should enjoy your childhood. I'm not going to like have adult conversations with mm-hmm. you, though. I do know that like parents do have very real adult conversations with children, but my mom treated me as like a child up until I grew up. So in that sense, like I am like slowly uncovering um, what it was actually, what she was actually processing um, at a certain point in time in her like twenties and thirties, forties. And I think that like 
there we have like 30 years to catch up on and within those decades i want to know like what was it actually like every single day like having to wake up and take your kids to school and cook them breakfast and not having to have a break and um having all this pressure um to raise four happy healthy children and i think that um there's probably other things like dynamics with uh her relationship with my dad and and their marriage and balancing all of that so there's not only that but like her relationship with her parents and how she navigated that and being an immigrant not being able to speak fluent english and um there's just a lot of pressure that like when i actually put myself into my mom's shoes like there's so much that i wonder about that um maybe like i would have had a breaking point but she never like shared that so i think that there's like a lot to learn about my mom and i think like now from this point like even just like up a, like a year or two ago she started to open up about the her own struggles with um being in her 60s and um taking care of her aging mom or navigating like the dynamics of her friendships and um what she looks forward to and and um traveling and her dreams and aspirations so i do think that like there's there's more that i can relate to now but there's so much that i'm curious about and i like wonder if she even remembers like the past 30 years um of her life and um i do wish in a sense that she did share um the truth with me even when i was a kid so that i could understand her in that moment um so it's like megan's like looking to her mom from now to the future i'm like but i want to know about my mom in the past and and walk with her <laughs> like from the beginning um to, mm. from a point where i could um so i think that's like something that that i wish i could do and and i hope to spend more time uh with my mom to understand yeah it's making me want to call my mom oh, you know. <laughs> call your mom everyone call, call your everyone. mom call your, your mom or your mom figure or yeah. your dad who is your mom like whoever yeah. call them right now your dad who is your mom your grandma single dads out there grandma <laughs> your aunt <laughs> any mother figure mother figures are the best yeah they really are yeah Oh, well, it's clear that we all love our mothers very dearly. <laughs> it's a blessing. Yeah, yeah blessing it really that. is. It really is. All right. Well, shall we? Um, I think that we went through all three rounds today, and I do feel like it was a really lovely, lovely chat. Um, how should we wrap this up? <laughs> Well, thanks for listening and yeah. um, tune into the next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll come out next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. Yes. Follow us on all the social media platforms. We should get Be Real. Should we Should we get Be Real? We I should. haven't I haven't downloaded it yet. Yeah. Maybe. Are we ready for another platform? <laughs> but yeah instagram um, twitter tiktok mm-hmm. website for now samcha yeah. podcast yeah all right. all right thanks everyone bye friends bye.